Hey there, authentic leaders. We have some really exciting news for all of you today. In this podcast, we've been exploring living and leading with greater authenticity, a life aligned with what we truly care about. And David and I have found that living authentically leads to increased credibility in our leadership, along with vitality, freedom, meaning, and ultimately driving purpose in our lives. Now, the conversations on these podcasts really are an extension of our authentic leadership retreat, The Other Everest. This is a world-class event where we invite leaders at all levels of organizations and in all walks of life. They come and join us in remote locations where we turn off our devices, where we disconnect and really connect to our hearts and who we truly and authentically want to be as leaders. Now, we're aware that not everyone has the ability to up and go to a leadership retreat, and obviously for so many reasons. And for whatever reason that may be for you, we feel strongly that you should still be able to be a part of this authentic leadership journey. So the really exciting news we have is that the other Everest world-class retreat will now be a world-class online program for you, the authentic leader. This will be a life-changing, transformative online experience. You will be able to do this from anywhere in the world and completely at your own pace. It's a space where you can deepen your commitment to being a leader through increased self-awareness, a stronger and clearer purpose and presence, and where you can join a community of authentic, like-minded leaders who have all embarked on a journey together. That journey is to the other Everest. So stay tuned to the podcast or visit www.davidirvin.com for more information. We look so forward to going on this journey with each and every one of you. And now for your regularly scheduled podcast. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves, which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. 
She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, great to be here with all of you again this week. And David and I are uh, very excited to engage in another conversation. And so each week we have been kind of just diving into the other Everest workbook. Now, David has created this incredible resource um, that, you know, <laughs> is on my desk all of the time. <laughs> and I'm so lucky to be able to utilize it uh, as a leader with my team and in my life. Um, and so what we've been doing is really just kind of opening this book each week and uh, picking a page that resonates with us. And uh, the page that I picked today is deeply resonant for me. <laughs> um, and I just want to start off by reading you uh, where it begins. So this is a section on discovering your authenticity. And David likes to use the uh, story of the Velveteen Rabbit by Marjorie Williams, I believe. And it's like a book from like the 1960s. So this book is is old school. <laughs> and uh, every time he does a presentation, if you've ever seen him, he'll read this excerpt. And I'm just going to read it for you today because I just think it's so incredibly powerful. So it goes like this. What is real? asked the rabbit. Real isn't how you're made, replied the skin horse. It's a thing that happens to you. And it doesn't happen all at once. You become. Does it take a long time? asked the rabbit. Does it hurt? Sometimes, replied the skin horse. But when you become real, you don't mind the hurt. And becoming real doesn't often happen to those who break easily or those who have sharp edges or even those who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you're real, most of your hair has been loved off, your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you're real, you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand. It really touches my heart. <laughs> I think when we reside in our own true authentic nature, there is nothing more beautiful than that. And I think that, yes, our authentic journeys have been long and I'm sure if you're listening, it's been long for you too. But we wanted to talk a little bit about today what it means to lean into who you are authentically and and how that feels for you. So I'm going to turn it over to David and let him reflect a little bit on that and we'll go a little bit back and forth. And now that you're hearing it from somebody else <laughs> reading it to you, let me know how it makes you feel and what you think about that. Well, I got kind of choked up when you were reading it because it actually touched me. Mm -hmm. So let me give you a little background where that, where that came from. So this started about 15 years ago 
when I was maybe even longer. I, first of all, I used to think you had to know something to write a book about it. What I've discovered is if you want to learn something, write a book about it. And I was in the midst of really wanting to understand what is the nature of leadership? Where does the ability to lead come from? Where does the ability and capacity to influence come from? And I, we researched this. We interviewed probably 4,000 people in a wide variety of organizations. We asked them, what do you want from your leaders? And essentially it percolated down. We want our leaders to get past the fads and the gimmicks and the flavors of the month. We just want our leaders to be real. So I started to write a book about real leadership. And then I discovered before you can be a real leader, you first of all have to be a real human being. And it was coincidental or not coincidental, but simultaneously to this research, I was reading my children from that book because that book was on their bookshelf. And I discovered this is a metaphor for the authentic journey. And the background of that book for people who haven't read that book, it's a story about this stuffed rabbit who comes to live with the boy. And in this journey of living with the boy, he meets a mentor. And the mentor is the skin horse. And the mentor inspires him with this vision. One day, little rabbit, you can become real. And that got the, the, the rabbit all curious. What is this journey? And it's like, my question for leaders today, and it's my question for, the, for our listeners today and for us both to reflect on, what has been your journey to become real? because you can walk around and you can tell when people are real. And one of the things that I have loved about this COVID situation and the pandemic that we're in today, I have not loved everything. And there's nothing, I miss the connection with face-to-face -face audiences. But the one thing I'm loving is how real the conversations are, even mm -hmm. over Zoom calls. I am getting to know my clients' pets. I am getting to know their bedrooms. I am getting to know their family members because in the middle of a conversation, a niece or a nephew or a child will walk into the room or a granddaughter will walk into the room and interrupt and that you can see how they deal with that situation and how some just have the same. And all of the pretense for having everything together has been eroded. Like this whole thing has made us a little bit more real. I hope we can hang on to that mm. when we emerge out of this pandemic because I'm seeing a realness where we're not pretending so much anymore. So this journey to become real, for me, it was a journey through depression, through the snake pit of the dark night of my soul, walking my brother through the dying process, um, coming to grips with learning how to manage anxiety in my life. Knowing how to, learning how to do this and walking through those kind of things imperfectly has been my journey to realness. And realness is what builds credibility today. Yeah. And it's what earns respect today and it what earns trust today. So the reflection here is what makes us real. I find I, that one line that you had in there, that you have your hair loved off. Oh, I know. <laughs> now, anybody that's been through the cancer journey, mm -hmm. either their own or somebody else's, understands something about what it's like to have your hair loved off. 
And there's something about people who have faced that experience and not run from it and been there. Maybe it's a dog in your life that you have been connected to for 10 or 15 years that dies in your arms while the vet puts the needle in. Being there in that experience brings a level of realness that it is from my experience and observation and years of research understands that that's what makes you a human being and what makes you a human being makes you a better leader. Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I think you're triggering me about the dog because you know, I have a 15 year old dog <laughs> who is like, so I'm watching him walk the end of his life and he's like, you know, starting to not be able to use his legs as well. And these things are happening in front of me. And um, some days it's hard to take it with grace. You know, you just want to lay on the floor and cry with him because you want him to be alive forever. And you know that that's not going to happen. And all you can do is be there with him, right? Because the crazy thing about animals is it's unconditional love generally, right? So they give you this like crazy uh, experience of life while they're with you. Um, and I think that's why I love the Velveteen Rabbit so much too, because it's like these animals, right? And animals just don't have some of these tendencies that, that humans do. Um, but at the same time, this authentic journey is so real in the way that we're connecting with each other too. I was thinking that like, if we connect if the authentic journey is connecting with like, trying to figure out the best, best way to articulate it, but it's like, when we're authentic, we're connecting with our hearts, right? So like, when I can think of everything that's happened in my life, and I have, you know, these like markers all through my mind and my heart, right? In, in the yogic traditions, they call them samskaras. They're like marks on your heart. They're like emotional marks on your heart. They can be good or they can be bad but they're there and they're part of you, right? And so when I think about all of the things that have taken me on my journey, I have all these little samskaras that I can connect with that connect me to who I am authentically and who maybe I was authentically before that happened and how I emerged into a new sense of authenticity as I went through each of those experiences. And uh, it's funny because uh, I thought a lot about this, but when you're growing up, um, and you know, you're going through your teenage years and, uh, you're, you're dealing with all of the things that are happening. You're like building these walls, right. And you're protecting yourself and you're trying to figure out how you, well, anyway, this is how it was for me, but I was trying to figure out how I was going to go out into the world and be successful. And then at some point it all shifts and you realize that all of these walls that you've built to protect yourself are not serving you and you have to start you can't just take them all down at once because that's way too scary <laughs> but you have to start tearing them down kind of bit by bit and it's like that's the authentic journey you know i think about um i was part of walking both of my grandparents to the end of their lives and uh that was hard <laughs> And, you know, there was lots of days that I drove up to their house and I just wanted to put the car in reverse and like 
be like, I can't do this today. But then you know that what you're doing is not only helping them, but also helping you open your heart every step of the way. And those were maybe some of the really big walls <laughs> I had to take down, right? Um, and, you know, it's funny, I say this often, but I wouldn't change a second of it now, right? And no matter how hard that was, and I'm sure you would say the exact same thing about your brother and your walk through depression and a first marriage that didn't work out. But would you change it? Probably not, right? Because all of those things are the journey to authenticity. So I think I had an interesting conversation with somebody I'm coaching, but just about authenticity and what it means. And I think sometimes we're looking for this like moment or this spark or like something to happen. But when we're in the middle of that authentic journey, it's hard and it's messy and it's not clean and it's emotional <laughs> and it can be a struggle and you wonder why you're there. And it takes some time to come through the other side to realize how deeply impactful those moments or those circumstances were to who you are at the core of your being. So there's a little formula that's very simple that I want to leave our listeners with. And the formula is this, whatever, see, you, what is this, you know, I'm, I'm, we're trying to understand what is this esoteric um, nebulous thing called becoming real and what does it have to do with being a good leader? Well, here's how you become real. Is everything that is uncomfortable in your life, move toward it instead of away from it. Um, assuming that it's not destructive to you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're living in an abusive relationship, you do not want to move toward that. But maybe for you, the discomfort in living in an abusive relationship is to walk away from it. Maybe walking away from it is actually walking toward your own liberation. So move toward. And so here, let me give you a couple of examples. I mean, you talk about your pet dying, your dog dying. Um, we had a veterinarian that came over to our house and put both of our dogs down over the course of 15 years. And the day that they came over, the vets came over, uh, one, our, our dog, our first dog that was put down in our backyard, I spent a day with him just lying in the backyard knowing that the vet would be there at five o'clock to put him down. And our kids came and we took pictures and we just sat light, because he couldn't get off the ground. So we just laid with them in the backyard. There are veterinarians that tell me, because I've worked a lot with vets over the years, that, that pet, whose pets get dropped off in the morning. I don't want to be critical and I don't want to be judgmental, but there's an opportunity when your pet is being put down and being euthanized, there's an opportunity to move toward that and be with the pain of that experience. That's one ex way, not the only way, but it's one way that we can move toward what's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. 
I'm coaching a woman right now who, um, and it's interesting because we are videotaping our online program with authenticity that'll be available in September. And so I'm getting really focused in on what kind of content do I want to bring to that video. And right now I'm, I'm reflecting on character and what does it mean to, to have a, be a person of strong character. And this is a woman who is really struggling in her marriage right now. And she said, the easy thing for me to do is just to work harder and just stay at the office longer. And I have been tempted to even pursue other relationships that are more satisfying than this one right now. But I've been learning from you to lean in to what's uncomfortable and to lean in to what I need to learn in this relationship. And I'm gonna, we're gonna go for therapy and I'm gonna learn about myself. And there may be an exit in this relationship, but before I go, I'm gonna lean in and learn and embrace the teaching opportunity right now. This is becoming real, is to move toward what we want to run away from. That is where the gift of life is. You know, there's an, old, there's an old urban myth, and I've never actually been able to track whether it's actually true or not, but apparently there was a bank robber in the early 1900s whose name was Willie Sutton. I don't know if you've ever heard me tell this story, no, I haven't. but this is a bank robber. And he, I, apparently he, uh, he, he was a real guy, but I don't know if this conversation actually happened, but he finally got caught. Like he, he outdid police and he, you know, he out, and he just robbed banks all across the United States for a period of, uh, I don't know how, how far, how big of an area, but he, anyway, he robbed a lot of banks and finally he sat in front of the judge and the judge was going to sentence them to all this jail time. And so the judge says, before I send you to jail, I want to know why you rob banks. And he said, it's easy. That's where the money is. Now, that to me is a metaphor. If you want to know where the money is in life, it's in the hard stuff. It's in approaching the hard stuff. Why do we do this work? Why do you and I even bother talking about authenticity? Why not just distract ourselves and have a good time in life? Because this is where the money of meaning is in life. Mm -hmm. This is where the richness lies in life. This is where life happens, is in the realness. Yeah. We can't pretend like it's not happening <laughs> either at this point. Right. That's awesome. I love that. By the way, you don't have to go out and look for this. Yeah. Life will give it to you because that's what we're here for is to learn and to serve. So if we're here to learn, life will throw this stuff at us. And if we don't learn from it, if we exit relationships with our work, with a partner, with a friend, with a relationship, if we exit those relationships or move away from them, without the learning, no problem. We're just gonna, it's just gonna show up again. Yeah. So there's no judgment here, but if yeah. we wanna learn from it, lean into it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. This is my life's work, so I can get, a, I'm a little passionate about this. 
Oh, that's awesome. You did so great today. That was awesome. I loved it. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for the conversation and thanks for instilling the uh, whatever is in me. You, you know how to extract it really well. <laughs> and you do it with an open heart and with love. Thanks, Allie. You're welcome. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.